Hello and welcome to Witty Woman Podcast. I am your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 40. Holy shit, we are at episode 40. Okay, so this is a very special episode. Today, I get to, to give you guys the interview, the discussion, the conversation that Rena Dwelly and I had regarding our haunted home, our haunted ranch, actually, um, and the reasons um, and experiences that myself and my family had and why we left, why we had to get out of there, and what Rena did to help clear the property of what was going on, her findings. We both have not, I have not shared anything um, as far as factual, calm, factual things that I found through a historian or through research to back up the things that she found. So I am excited to share this stuff with her in this interview. and I'm so excited to get to share this with you. It's going to blow your mind. This is part one. It was a very long interview because we definitely had a ton to unpack. So um, you'll have part two next week. Um, and those of you in the WW Coven, which are the Patreon supporters, um, you already have the video available for you to see right now in the group. And those of you who would like to become Patreon supporters and see exclusive content like videos um, for these interviews, you can go to the Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash witchywomanpodcast. That will be in the group under the link, join the coven. So if you would like to have exclusive content like that click that um, link and any of the tiers that I have there for support gets you into the coven so without further ado let's get on to this interview okay we're recording okay well I'm so super super excited to do this particular interview I think we've been waiting like and building this up for so long that (laughs) Like, even, even, like, my best friend, Taryn, is, I haven't told her any of this, so she's about ready to explode. Wow. Yes. So, I want to welcome Rena Dwelly to the show again. Um, this is the follow-up from the Diamond Dousing episode that we did early on in the show's evolution. Um, I'm going to post that in the links below so that everybody, if you have not or do not know what this is, please listen to this episode um, so you understand what is going on. So where we left off, you were going to um, do a huge clearing of not just my home, but um, around 8,000 acres, just right short of 8,000 acres. It was our ranch. And I want to tell everybody why. (laughs) So, um, some of the things I was experiencing in my family, um, um, I did not realize this was not normal, I guess. I thought I'm sensitive and I should just live with this shit. And I did not understand this was not okay. But anyway, I was having nightmares where, um, I was sleeping. I maybe got two nights of sleep out of seven. And then the two nights that I got sleep was, I was so nervous to fall asleep that it wasn't good. Um, so I had nightmares and a lot of them were something, this thing um, was taking me. So I would wake up on the floor because I had jumped off the bed to try to crawl away 
Like one time I was army crawling like out my door <laughs> screaming. Gosh. It was insane. So I would wake up. If I did sleep, I was so tired. This particular thing um, showed up in my dreams. It showed up during the day. Um, uh, I'm not going to describe particularly what it is because I know you saw it, which is wild because I never told Rena what I saw. <laughs> I told her I had bad dreams, that we have a lot of spirit activity in the house, the energy super, super heavy at the ranch. But it was to the point where I was going through I have depression, but it was severe depression. Um, I don't want to go on anymore. I was having a lot of problems. Um, my daughter was having a myriad of issues um, with her. I mean, she's a teenager, so they have, you know, emotional roller coaster stuff going on, but it's to the point where she was cutting. She was that depressed. Um, my husband, who is like the most happy-go-lucky um, Virgo you will ever see in your entire life, um, so level, just in the dumps, you know, same, same as me, hated life, could not wait to, you know, just get the hell out of that place. So lots and lots of things happen. Spirit activity was insane. Like we would be sitting there, my husband's first, okay. So my husband's first, um, experience with spirit activity at the house, he saw, we have like this big kitchen table with, uh, rollers, like chairs with the roller thingies, you know? So yeah. we're sitting in the living room and you can see my kitchen and a chair moves like three feet. Just <laughs> and he was like, what in the hell is that? My <laughs> great grandma hangs out there a lot. So I just, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, it's probably grandma K, not a big deal. Um, and those kind of things were innocent, but then it, it started happening, getting pushed downstairs, um, bad things. Wow. So yes. So fast forward, we've been living there. I moved there in 2010, I moved back to my ranch. My, my, that was the place I grew up on. It has been through, you know, deaths and a divorce and all kinds of trauma relationship wise. It's never been good there. It never has. Alcoholism, um, pain pill abuse has been happening at that house at one point or another. Um, so we leave and we come to this home and everything changes. Our attitudes, everything. And then you do your clearing and I had no idea it was going to be this big of a, of a story because the things that you told me blew my freaking mind. <laughs> it, it really did. The, when you started texting me the things that you were seeing, I had attributed those to my imagination. Sure. I really did because they're that bad. I'm like, I see, I see spirits, not a big deal. That's part of my normal life. But then when I see things that I was seeing, I thought I'm already depressed. That's my imagination making up shit to torment me worse. <clears throat> so right. I just shoved it off to the side. Like it's not happening. And the fact that you describe things to a T just one scared the shit out of me because holy crap, it was real. And two blew my mind. So I think we'll just let you tell <laughs> your process. <laughs> Isn't that amazing that you really felt that way? I wonder how many people are suffering from mental illness or feel like they're going crazy because of the things that they're seeing and experiencing mm -hmm. in their environments. And we don't realize how the energy in our environments affects us. Um, so kind of the process I go through when I do this incredible work is I start by space clearing. So Danae had sent me a map. Um, she had sent me 
a, a map of the land itself. You can see the acres there, the, the shape of the farm itself. Yeah. And then she also sent me just kind of a generalized map <laughs> of the yard. You know, location of the house, the barn, that kind of stuff. Um, so using the special method I have for meditation, I'm able to connect in with these higher levels of awareness where I can like hone in. It's like I'm traveling there so and see what's going on. Um, the first thing I saw was this entity. It was a priest. He looked like a priest. And he stood by my right ear and was screaming. And it was almost like a vomit coming out. It was unreal. <laughs> mm -hmm. Quite, quite amazing. Um, very, very strong presence. Um, very, <laughs> it's hard to describe that in the right terms and make people understand what you're seeing. But it's almost like, I know that I'm in this protected space, but just to witness it, it is it's almost like you're watching a movie like this. Yes. This is crazy. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's what it um, felt like. Right. Absolutely. Um, I asked to see its light and this is how I know if it's a spirit or an entity. Right. And um, <laughs> it doesn't like to show its light. So that's when it has to like start breaking down. I start sending in light frequencies, um, these color frequencies, these words that are pieces of them. So like mm -hmm. sapphire blue is power, protection, and intuition. So if some of those words come up, I know that that's the color that I'm radiating to start right. pushing it to move forward and clear. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was interesting that I also saw this land had strong Native American ties to it. Ceremonies of both light and dark were performed here, is what I saw. Um, so it didn't surprise me that I was kind of seeing this, this energy come in anyway. And mm -hmm. then there was a shapeshifter that appeared, yeah. <laughs> which was quite wild. Um, there were things looking for bodies to for lack of a better term, possess, take over. Um, they feed off of your energy. They make you sick. They make you feel like you're going crazy. Um, you had mentioned to me that there were a lot of animals that died there. Oh my gosh. And yes. um, I kept seeing these kittens. <laughs> like they were taking the kittens um, and feeding off of their life force. Yeah. Um, I truly don't know that your daughter would have done very well if she was a baby. No, um, I don't think so either. Right. And thank goodness she was a little bit older being oh there, gosh, but yes. it still heavily affected her. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, it, it, it's wild. This energy is really wild, what it does to people. Um, you can be, there's a lot of stories of people who are really light and bubbly and happy and they'll move to these areas that have this energy and it's like their complete personality does a 180 yes they're not the same person <laughs> they start mm -hmm. dressing differently um yep. i hate to use the term very dark but that's kind of what happens yeah. it sucks the light out and then mm -hmm. these people they try to protect themselves you know with their 
I'm going to give you a bad image here, but you'll start to see like they wear all dark. The start dyeing hair dark. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm guilty too, but but I like my black stuff. Me too. <laughs> it makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. It, it's pretty wild. <laughs> um, yeah, just. Um, I, I got some information about your mom. I don't mm -hmm. know how much detail you want me to go, go in for it. I mean, I want okay. everybody to know exactly what happened here. Okay. So I saw that your mom had a soul contract to this land. And this was actually drawing off of her life force. She has lessons to learn here. Mm -hmm. And it was your dad's land, right? Like yes. mom married. In. Okay. Yep. So, so this is what brought her back. And mm -hmm. from there, she starts to kind of have these addictions Absolutely. you know again this energy is low there was two negative vortex and uh, one for sure on the land and then you had two lines coming in mm -hmm. two ley lines coming in that affected you from a negative vortex right next to the farm mm -hmm. so this drops the energy the energy frequency of the land very low right addiction tendencies needing to fill that void yep try to put the light back in and um it actually asked you if she kind of went crazy she did um it would yeah and i remember telling you like when we were kids i remember like my dad he, she would go into these rage filled like monologues basically over nothing like my, I might have accidentally knocked over a glass of water or, you know, my sister wouldn't put away her toys. Something very small would end up with this huge screaming monologue thing where she would start hitting herself or hitting her head against a wall. And I remember as a child, my dad having to hold her so she wouldn't hurt herself and her, him, wow. her hurting him in the whole pro It was, it was very, for a child, you're like, what is happening? Did I do that? And I remember, you know, just everybody was supposed to go in our, you know, we would all go to our room when my mom would do that sort of thing. And I can't help think, you know, before we thought, well, she's just, you know, she needs mental help and she never did get it. And now I, you know, I have, I don't have a relationship with my mom because of the toxicity of how it got, how the, you know, my, my family, so my mom and my dad are divorced. They, that's the end result of all of this is they finally got divorced as we were, when we were adult children, but I don't have a relationship with her because of how toxic, um, sure. snake tongue, just silver tongue. And I didn't want my daughter, you know, yeah. exposed to that. And now I have a new perspective and a little more sympathy or empathy towards her because I know how that affected me and I didn't get that bad, but right. I can understand the why, but why she acted the way she did while she lived there. Right. And that's, completely entity attachment and oh, yeah. that just it makes you lose your mind and mm -hmm. to see the things that she did acting out yeah that's almost like her fighting her demons you know oh, fighting the entities yeah it's yes. um really really wild to see that she used it's to itch her palms until they would like i mean she had she would say her palms itched and i remember my dad taking her to the doctor going well maybe she's got some kind of thing going on where um, she almost had seizure-like activity. So we took her to the doctor and I remember they never found out. My dad's like, well, there's nothing wrong with her. I don't know. They never did find out what was wrong with her. But I mean, she would just itch. And I mean, to the point where 
it's hard. My palms, I, I am outside girl, so they're really rough. And my mom was always in her garden. So it's not like we have baby soft hands. And she would just right. tell they were sores. Wow. Oh so, my gosh. you know, back then we thought she just needed mental help. Like, she, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's part of it, but, but now I'm like, holy crap, like that could have, that totally was being overwhelmed by that thing. Absolutely. And we are actually in our human experiences drawn to the land pieces that are going yeah. to bring this forward. What needs to be healed in you, right. you know, and it, until she sees this, mm -hmm. you know, she might live her lifetime like this and right. have to start over next time, you know? Right. And that's, that's something that's hard for me is to go, well, that's her, that's her yes. path. That's her lesson. I got to leave it alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and sometimes like now that we've done the healing of the land, it's literally up to her soul oh, yeah. for her to consciously say, Hey, I want to get better. And then things right. are going to start to get better, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I, um, I hope that happens. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. For everybody. <laughs> yes. And that, I want to talk that shape shifter thing. So so sometimes, I mean, I, I, as spirits, I only allowed in my home, as far as I, I mean, I thought I only allowed, like my, my friends, my family, I have a friend that is with me a lot of the times, um, she comes and goes, and I have some family members, and every once in a while, this little girl would pop up, and I thought, well, maybe she's somebody that I picked up accidentally, and I, you know, tried to help move her on, and she just wouldn't, and I thought, well, that's interesting, and then she got kind of like almost tricksterish. Yeah. And I could not, and, and then she would disappear and not show up for another month or so. And I would give it energy. And I'm wondering, you know, now that I'm like, re, I relive all of this stuff. And I'm like, you know how many entities will come in and out or spirits will come in and out of children? Because I have empathy for children. Absolutely. And I'm wondering if that thing was using my empathy for children to yeah. suck me dry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it knows it's a soft spot. And with your health being so affected, oh, it's yeah. just a way for it to feed. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's wild. And it was really wild. It was, and the longer it got, it's funny, my, so we're assuming I had lupus, I've had lupus, you know, but something triggered it. Like a, when I talked to my naturopath and even when I talked to my primary care medical doctor, they're like something triggers it usually when it gets this bad. Yeah. And when it got, I started going through my diaries. I'm a neurotic journalist. You know, I journal everything. So I remember going back and um, it really started bothering me um, after I opened my shop. Um, so I want to say like December, I started getting kind of ill, which is weird because I just opened the shop in October. So I started getting really sick. But when I got really sick is when the dreams in that thing when I that that's when I would journal about waking up in the living room screaming trying to run out the door um, oh. that kind of intense attacks in my sleep is what I think tr triggered the bad lupus effects is is when it got I didn't have any energy left and I think it was finally going all right this is the home run we're gonna get her now and that's absolutely. when I got super super sick absolutely it is crazy. And Danae, you are unfortunately not the only person I've seen this stuff happen right. to. So it's, it's quite incredible. 
what it's it insane. Can really do. Yeah. Like I, I relive it and I rethink about it. And I think, how can that, you know, part of yours always like, how the hell is that real? Like, I mean, it makes sense when you line it all up, but oh my gosh, like how is, how was that real? And the, the thing that got me is when you described the thing that's, that were oh, yeah. you. Like you just, train, <laughs> you <laughs> described it exactly how I see it. And I had been seeing it since I had visited a monastery that last, that May. That's right. And, and as soon as, and I think I, I reached one of my spiritual friends thought maybe I picked it up from the monastery. Cause when you look it up, it says it's a Tibetan, like the, the look of it uh, looks like a Tibetan demon. Right. But I reached at, that was the first time I astral traveled on purpose was at the monastery. That was, I, I think in five days, I probably meditated three or four hours per day. So I kind of leveled up. So yeah. I'm wondering if, when I leveled, you know, when I did that another next level of consciousness, if that's why I, I think they were always there. He was always there. I just didn't see it. But as soon as I woke up something in my energy and opened up, then I saw it all. And, and, uh, that's when it really got real. <laughs> you are so right. So here's kind of how this works. There have always been the takers of the light mm -hmm. since our planet was created oh, yeah. um, like somebody opened up this hole and these entities have come in and that's it they see our light right so people always have them you know um i i shouldn't i shouldn't make it sound so scary but truly um, it's terrifying yeah yeah <laughs> so as you expand your light this is when you're like oh my god like you turned on the light in your closet yeah. and you're like what the hell is this <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yes that's yeah. what it was like I could see all the things that made sense that made sense I mean it was scary as shit but I'm like holy crap now it, make, it makes sense um why I'm always feeling like somebody's right here like I would get like like you know how the hair on the neck stands up when somebody's too close I would get yes. that feeling all the time and you know with with I am a the only thing I can say is <sighs> I, I beat myself up because I'm like, why didn't I see that before when I can see, you know, when I can do a mediumship reading for somebody and see their loved ones quite clearly. And I don't know if subconsciously my mind was like, you won't need to see that or, or what was going on. But that, that always like my, I'm that fact really had me doubting my abilities after I started seeing these things and knowing that they're there. I'm like, well, how, why didn't I see them before when I can see, you know, my great grandma or so-and-so's aunt or, you know, their pet. <laughs> so that's something that I struggle with still a little bit. I'm like, how the hell did I not pick up on all that? My cat is driving. Well, me. truly as healers, we are here to help everybody else. So we often push off our own stuff. You know oh, that. Yeah it's guilty absolutely. this is why we have friends that we work yes, with yes. that help us <laughs> absolutely and i am so grateful because now once you did what you did um and we'll talk about how your process but once you did that like before we would go to the ranch to go get our things because we kind of moved in in waves yeah. and when we would go back after after we put all you did your thing it it's a completely different energy 
Nice. You don't feel like you want to throw up. You don't feel that depression. Um, Cause you about hit right before our property line. You could start feeling like I could feel it in my like sacral area. Just, oh, sure. just like this stifling yucky feeling. And the closer you got, the worse it got. And now we can go down there and I can visit my dad or we can pick up some stuff or feed the cats <laughs> and yeah. everything's fine. Nice. That's awesome. It's Very incredible. It, palpable change. Like my husband who just walked through the door, um, <laughs> can totally, he, he noticed a, a big difference in it too. So that's awesome. He's going <laughs> to uh, creeper. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> did that through the kitchen window on a live thing? He did. It was creepy. He did. It's like just popped up his little head and popped it. I'm like, good God. It's never boring here. Ever. It's not supposed to be. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, so I kind of want you to tell them how you did all this. Because we, I mean, we went through diamond dousing in that. But I want to yeah. I want to talk about this wonderful thing and then the cures that you sent me and how all of that holds this energy in place. Absolutely. So the biggest tool I use is my dousing rod. This is your typical L-shaped rod. Um, and this one is made of brass. They make mm -hmm. different ones, copper, you know, all kinds cool. of different stuff. So now that I'm tuned in, now that I've cleared your space, mm -hmm. I'm working with your map and I'm actually walking my fingers along the map, asking where geopathic stress lines are, where okay. the EMF is coming in, where the negative vortexes are. And as I find these, it actually swings open. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I'm looking for geopathic stress lines, which are aquifers, mining tunnels, fault lines, anything. If you think of like the Colorado River carving the Grand Canyon, that is exactly okay. what a geopathic stress line is. Okay. So if you are sleeping or sitting in one of these areas for a long period of time, you're actually going to feel that, that constant energy try to right. carve into you. Wow. On your farm property, we had 11 geopathic stress. And that doesn't surprise me because as I'm looking at the map, I can see these little, um, these little ponds or these little yep. lakes all the way around, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of everywhere. Um, the EMF we cured at the house because mm -hmm. EMF outside of an environment is totally fine. It's when it comes into our house through windows or doors that it starts bouncing off of walls. Right. And it just amplifies and it can give mm -hmm. us headaches, migra or migraines, stomach issues, heart palpitations, mm -hmm. all kinds of weird stuff. Right. Um, we have, I mentioned before, two negative vortexes. We have, I want to look at the energy here, a negative 23. That is a pretty large negative vortex. Mm -hmm. So these are interesting. We talk about ley lines. And when ley lines come together and they cross, if they cross at a 90 degree angle, a perfect 90 degree angle creates mm -hmm. a positive vortex. Positive vortex is what feels happy, uplifting, um, joyful. People flock to these areas. Right. Negative vortexes are your down downward spiral of energy. So this is anything other than a 90 degree angle. Okay. So depending on how big 
this angle starts to look okay depends on how negative the energy actually is okay um and i'm using these sticks these are actually cure sticks mm -hmm. so this is where i i figure out the angle and the energy that it's emitting okay and then i have you just create a perfect cross to block that from opening because we've, we've cleared um the negative vortex itself so it's kind of right. like flush in the potty you know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's all ready um on the other side of your farm actually not too far away we have two ley lines coming in mm -hmm. um like i mentioned this one was on the other side of your property yeah. so because i don't have the owner's permission i can't necessarily go do the yeah. work for them but I can have you place some cure sticks right where those lines are coming in and that's going to block that negative energy from continuing to travel forward. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's quite incredible what this stuff will really do for you. It is. Um, the, so we don't live there, but after you did this, so my dad still, we still take in cattle. We don't have our own cows. What we do is basically rent the, the land to cows during the summer and then they leave. But normally we've got, you know, an average amount of repairs, things that go wrong. You know, we have this, okay, this is the level of bullshit we're gonna deal with this summer and we're used to this. You know, this summer, the bullshit has been down here. It's insane. Um, the amount wow. of wells that have not, you know, a lot of times we have uh, windmills or, you know, water spots where we water the cattle, cattle, you know, that, that windmill will go bad or something will happen. And that's been kind of like normal. And we didn't have as many of that this year. Um, okay. Fire is a big thing. Um, we, I have a fire phobia because of some, some stuff in my past, but, but that ranch, we usually have a small fire a year wow. from lightning. Wow. And this year, so far, knock on some wood. <laughs> wow. Um, like we watched, my daughter and I were sitting on our chair and watched it happen one time. Just watched it. It was like the lightning just went and right in front of our home. It, it was, so it's, it's been a, a normal thing. We're like, well, we're going to have pasture loss due to fire. Um, and I'm always on high alert, um, during the dry months here because, because of that. And so far we, we've been fine, which is totally not normal. <laughs> Interesting. That is, that is really amazing. I love that. Yeah. It's, that's the one thing, the biggest change on the land is besides the feeling is the, the amount of BS that we haven't had to deal with. It's amazing. That's when incredible. All of that is done. Um, so everybody's very grateful. My dad, if I told him, all I did when I left, I'm like, okay, there are these pieces of, there are these things in the ground. Do not remove them. And he's like, what are they for? I'm like, oh, it's my hippie juju stuff. Just leave it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I <laughs> so, love it. Because he would never understand or believe me anyway. So I just kind of like, just leave it, please. It would make me feel good. And he was like, okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, please leave it. Please leave that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but I wanted to show them this thing. So the way, what she did, you did your, your, your work from your home distance wise, yep. and then you mailed me the cures yep. so that I could go around and actually me and my daughter took our little side-by-side off-road thing. And we just went around the whole ranch. We took one whole day and did it. And I brought this. 
Yes. And I brought this to use as basically my pendulum, I guess, because yeah. you would put, I don't know if they can see this, but there are like little paces and depending on what color it was or what kind of spot it was, depended on what kind of, what color of little cure yep. top. So yep. I would grab the map, we'd find the spot, grab this, and I would just hold this, I would walk the fence line, because these are all on fence lines for the most part. I would walk the fence line and wait for it to stop. I mean, it would, you know, basically do this and this and this, and then it would just stop. Wow. Like I could feel it just go whoop. And I, and it was like a, the energy was like swirly, swirly, and I could feel the energy just ground me. Like, okay, we're done. Like, and I was like, okay, that's where we're putting it. So then I would, you know, stick it in the ground. But this thing, you know, really, really helped. I meditate with it a lot. And that day I was like, you know what, I think I'll take this and use, cause I don't use pendulums for the most part. I, I have them cause they're pretty, yeah. but yeah. I don't use them. But I thought, you know what, this might be kind of a neat tool because I've never done what I was about to do before. So I thought yes. this might be a good way for me to work the energy through so I didn't have to guess it. Absolutely. Um, I have never actually used this as a pendulum because yeah. I'm like you, I have them, but I don't typically yeah. use them. And mm -hmm. if I'm going to use something, I typically have my dousing rods out, but mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely need to try that. <laughs> I've, it was I've heard cool. so many people use these for amazing things and that's mm -hmm. just one more incredible thing. <laughs> it, it did. It was a, and my daughter, it was funny. So I did all of them. I kept asking, do you want to do one? Do you want to do one? And when, when her Carmeline because oh, yeah. she had a karma line on here and maybe we could explain that but hers came and I'm like do you want to let's you do your own karma line I think that would be very empowering for you so I yes. gave it to her and she was walking up and all of a sudden she's like oh my god she goes it just she goes I felt that I got goosebumps she was like I cannot believe I felt that and she just put it in and I think it was a cool moment for her you know to to see how all this works and to do her own like this is my karma line and I'm gonna fix it absolutely so that was really neat so because there was I'm trying to think there's the geographic lines the vortexes and then there were our yes um, our karma lines can you explain what those are so when you have a situation like you have Danae when you have such strong ties to the land and you're feeling stuck and you can't move forward and your health is really affected this is where I go in and I look at do you have karmic ties to this land you get you guys did <laughs> yeah so then I went further and I looked at who had what where and right. I mapped these out on the map but basically um, these these cures they I have different color cures and they are activated with different um, different light frequencies for each one so we are using a violet cure mm -hmm. um, which violet you think of the violet flame mm -hmm. um, that karma clearing, clearing density, forgiveness, healing, peace on all levels. So these are activated. Um, and when you give them to the land, it's almost like the elementals reach up with their hand and hold on to it. It's, it's incredible. And yeah. then it just heals that. So that's, um, it's almost like an energy vein of karma that comes into this land and it's right. holding you there. Mm -hmm. So when you are able to release that, right. things start changing for you very, very quickly. Absolutely. It, and it's, it cool. sometimes scares people when you say, 
can I cure your karma lines? Yeah. But I highly encourage it. And if I'm doing this work, we may as well do it anyway. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Why not? <laughs> You're going to heal. Just put it in the pot. <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, very, very incredible stuff. It is very empowering to see people change their lives through something that easy you know oh, yeah. I make it sound easy but it, it really but, is but it's it's a lot easier than staying stuck there like staying in that disease exactly. basically energy and and cycle is what it was it was like and it was it would almost trick us because you know I would do you know like a basic just a witchy clearing of the place and it would feel good for about a week I'm like, okay, I can freaking breathe. Like, I feel like I can breathe. And then within a week, even five days, it would just right back to the way it was. So it was wow. like this cycle of, I can breathe. Like you would come up for air for a second and then get pulled back down. And, that's incredible. And that's the way it was since, well, it's the way I can all I can remember, you know, growing up, growing up there. Um, that's all it ever was, was, you know we were kids and we wanted to go outside, you know, like normal kids, but it was almost a compulsion. Like we had to go and leave the house oh. to get away. Like when we were little, you know, we spent as much time outside, even if it was cold as shit, because we just did not, I think as children, you recognize energy. You're like, you're really, yeah. you're, I don't want to sound simple, but I mean, you're, you're more black and white when you're little. You're like, yes. this sucks. Gonna go over here. Exactly. <laughs> so, Exactly. So even as a kid, we spent more time in our barn or, you know, in our stackyard playing in the, the hay bales, you know, than we did in the house just because I didn't want to go back there. My sister sure as hell didn't, you know. Um, <laughs> my brother, he fared a little bit more uh, better, or not more better, a little easier because my mom had such an affinity for him. I think his mom is boys, you know. Um, so he didn't have um, as much as the attention uh the negative attention from my mom as me and my sister might have absolutely so he doesn't have the negative memories as much as as we do so when you're talking about past life stuff there's probably somewhere in that last past life that where he was an ally and perhaps oh, yeah. you and your sister were the foes oh i'm know? sure that's yeah, kind of so how it's always been like my brother and then us <laughs> like always like we always fought like hell but we just figured it's because of brothers and sisters um he's a lot um mentally like my mom so mm -hmm. i think that's one reason that we and we were six years apart it's really hard to be you know yes. i wanted to play barbies and he wanted to blow up his gi joes you know so um we never really were that close um but he is very much uh, personality wise, um, tendencies, addiction tendencies, things like that is a lot like my mom. Wow. I think that's why we do not resonate very well. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, really interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, okay. So I am only going to have like two more minutes and then can we, yep. I want to tell you about what I found and how this ties into what you found. Because it's very yeah. interesting. It has a lot to do with my genealogy and the history of the land and my mom's, specifically my mom's genealogy and how I'm tied to it. Yes. I'm very interested in that. So let's sure. do that. I'm going to hit stop and then we'll restart this thing all over again. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Okay. Okay.
Oh my god, I hate to leave you guys in such a cliffhanger spot, but that is where we ended the first half of, of the interview, so it just worked out perfect. <laughs> um, You will be able to hear the rest of that next Tuesday, so please stay tuned for the rest of the interview with Raina Dwelly. I want to thank her again for allowing... Um, her side of all this to be told. I think it is amazing and the corroboration that goes on um, later on with what she found and what I experienced and what the historians found was absolutely incredible. So as always you can get a hold of me um, via email witchywomanpodcast at gmail.com You can also catch me on Instagram at witchywomanpodcast please like our Facebook page, Witchy Woman Podcast. We also have an amazing closed group called the Witchy or Witchy Woman Friends. Go ahead and like the page, join the group. Um, it is a closed group, so you just ask to join and I will approve your request. It's a closed group so that if you're not out of the closet yet... No one's going to see what you post in that group. It's an amazing, freaking amazing group of people. And I want to thank everybody for being so supportive to everybody in that group. If you would like to become a Patreon supporter and join the WW Coven, just click on the link that I'm going to put in the show notes or go to uh, patreon.com slash witchywomanpodcast. If you join any of the tiers there, that gets you into the the coven. And what we do in the coven is rituals, Q&A sessions, live videos. Um, when I do an interview and there's a video, it's going to be put in there first. So if you'd like exclusive contact content, click on that. Um, and that is my shameless plug for uh, support. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. And as always... Stay witchy. Bye-bye.